1: Welcome to another silver dollar episode of Stay Paid, where we bring you the most actionable sales, marketing, leadership, and personal development advice in 15 minutes or less. Let me set my timer, make sure we get that. And you probably guessed it based on the release date of this episode, but it is that time of year again. The calendar is about to roll over to January.
0: Yeah, I did see a meme, though, man, that was like it rolled over and instead of it was like 1231, <laughs> instead of 1 1 2021, it was 13
1: 1 2020. Dude, that is amazing. It feels like that in 2020. But hey, there's a lot of individuals and small businesses resolving to change their ways to be more successful, happier, or just better in general. Yes, it's time for our annual New Year's resolutions. But why do we make them and do they really work? According to studies, more than 50% of Americans make New Year's resolutions and 80% of those fail. So we're going to walk through just some steps kind of talk about a little bit of motivation for sticking with your goals. Yeah, isn't it they Heading fail by March too?
0: 13-1-20. Like, like the majority of people fail their New Year's resolution by March? Yeah, I don't even know if it was March. I don't even think yeah. Yeah. it past the first month. Why is that? What's your personal take on why do people
1: suck at achieving their New Year's resolutions? Because they don't actually uh, plan on changing anything. They just really want to be different. It's like a dream, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. Or yeah. what is it? It's like a dream without... A plan is a wish. Is a wish, yeah. Yeah, so I would, I would tend to agree is, I think it's twofold. I think they have no plan to get there. Yep. And the results are outcomes of your habits, right, yep. your activities. And then second is, they don't have the proper motivation to influence them to change.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that <clears throat> Like people, the goal's not big enough. Well, people look at it as, um, how, to, how to say this? They're not intentional in it, right? So they don't look at it. If you were to set out in your business, and you were to set out to make a certain amount of revenue, and you were to figure out how many sales you needed, and how many calls you needed to make every day. We talk about this all the time with Mm -hmm. reverse engineering, your business goals. How many of us are doing that with our personal goals? How many are saying, if I wanna lose this much weight, or let's say I wanna get down to this weight, just using weight, because it's like the most common one. I think it's the number one thing, is to exercise or to lose weight. How many are looking at that and saying, by what date do I wanna get down to that weight? Right. What do I need to do every day Yep. to burn the calories that will get me to that weight or burn the fat that will yeah, get me to Yeah, how many that pounds weight. a week, how many, what, how, yeah. what does my diet need to be in order to get to that weight? And then actually doing the things, the habits that you're talking about are doing those things every single day that um, it's, it's, the, it's the, Twyla Tharp talks about. I actually wrote it down because Twila Tharp, she wrote a book called The Creative Habit. I read it a long time ago. This quote always <laughs> stuck with me. I want to read this entire quote because she talks about ritual. And she talks, she's a ballet dancer. She's a, okay. like a world-renowned ballet dancer. She goes, I begin each day of my life with a ritual. I wake up at 3.30, <laughs> 3.30, 5.30 a.m., put on my workout clothes, my leg warmers, my sweatshirts, and my hat. I walk outside my Manhattan home, hail a taxi, and tell the driver to take me to the pumping iron gym at 91st Street and First Avenue where I work out for two hours. The ritual is not the stretching and the weight training I put my body through for two hours each morning. The ritual is the cab. The moment I tell the driver where to go, I have completed the ritual. It's a simple act, but doing it the same way each morning habitualizes it, making it repeatable, easy to do. It reduces the chance that I would skip it or do it differently. It's one more item in my arsenal of routines and less to think about. Hmm. James Clear talks about this in Atomic Habits as well, where he talks about the idea of it's the running shoes. You want to run every day? Tell your, don't tell yourself I'm going to get up every day and run. Tell yourself I'm going to wake up every day and put on my running shoes. And the minute yeah. that you put on your running shoes, your mind is now committed and you have to do it.
0: Is it the simplicity, simplicity. of the act? I, I, that's what I think simplicity, too. Like your exercise will change. It's not consistent, right? It's the amount of effort you put in is going to change. It's not going to be consistent. But getting in that cab can be consistent. Yes. Like putting on the running shoes can be consistent. Yes. That's a great way to think yeah. about it. Now, I've actually not really thought about it that way. Is making it more simple, so you can execute it every single
1: day. I also think it's like, extremely specific. You know, it's it's yep. just, it's don't go so broad with your with your resolutions. Your mm-hmm. idea, like even the idea of smoking, like I want to quit smoking. Like that's such a hard freaking thing yeah. for anybody who out there who has smoked or has quit smoking mm-hmm. or smokes now. Like you now how you know how impossible it is to quit smoking, but you can plan a ritual. Now, whether or not that's getting into like a support group or whatever, I yeah. don't really know. Like, what what you're going to do to quit smoking? What's going to all of it sounds so corny, you know? you are you talking Dude, about? Hit I no smoked ther- for, for you know many many years, so yeah. it's 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 a hard thing to break. But once you get into that point of I'm committed to it, I'm doing it for myself. Yep. If you're doing it for someone else, or you're doing it for external reasons, like that idea of doing the calculator of how much money you would save, like I forget what it was. Like if I had not smoked for as long as I did, yeah. I could have a yacht at this point right? Like that kind of stuff. Wait, you seriously? Yeah. It's like, I forget how long it is. It's, it's crazy.
0: No, yeah. but you personally could have had a yacht if you would have stopped smoking at, <laughs> that's crazy, dude. <laughs> I don't know if I could have had a yacht. Man, you've smoked
1: been- a lot of six. <laughs> no. Well, think about it. Like now, and I don't know, when I started smoking, it was two bucks, uh, two bucks a pack. And yeah. I think nowadays I drove by the gas station, it was like 8.50 a pack oh or something. Like that. That's a yeah, day. That is a Some yacht, people dude. smoke two or three d- packs a day.
0: Well, that's like people in yeah. coffee. Like, think about well, every, when not, people were Gary, going. Okay. And, okay. Josh has to have to bring the
1: coffee. the coffee into it. <laughs> well, not to come right for your neck, Josh, but think about it. Like, think about how many people will go when they were going into the office, going and getting a coffee every single day. Like, I did that at one point. It's I would come bucks, here. Yeah, it's $3 yeah. for Starbucks. I started drinking Keur- my Cure eggs again. I because, calculated it at the end of the year. Like, if I went three times a week, which I definitely did more than that, but if I went three times a week for an entire year, and it is mind-blowing how much, when you look at the total number, it's insane. Now, I also think the, the biggest part with those, and this brings it up because I tried to quit coffee once too, and I switched to tea. And the, mo- the one day that I had coffee because I didn't have any tea, you felt I was done. Like, yeah. Went right back to coffee full time. Yeah. You can never
0: break then. the habit. That's why they say you must go to the gym every day type idea because you can't break the habit. Once you break the habit, it's, a, it's easier now. Once you allow yourself to sleep in one day, it's
1: easier to sleep in the next day. And it's even easier to sleep in the next. Who were we day. talking to on the podcast in the next that it day. was? It was like the amount of effort it takes to lose the weight, and and I, I don't think he was talking about weight. I think he used an example. He was talking about like building a business. Um, oh, it was a selfie. We were talking about. He's like looking back and realizing that that he he's does not envy people who are starting their journey right now. Yes. Because how hard it is to, to climb the mountain to, to climb the mountain versus how hard how easy, quote-unquote, easy to stay on top of the mountain requires consistency over time, right? That's the difficult part. Oh, it's perfect. Or, yes. It's not hard to run down the street. It's extremely hard to run down the street and to keep going yeah. and to run that street for 20 minutes, then to run it for 30 minutes yeah. and do that every single day. But getting to the point where you're physically conditioned to be able to do that yeah. is so much harder than to just keep doing it. Yeah.
0: Well, I also think you got to find what kind of motivates you and what holds you accountable because you had mentioned like you got to set the goal for yourself, not for others. But I actually am more accountable and more motivated when others are depending on me. I don't know why my, like all do, Megan will tell me this all the time. She'll go, you won't buy anything for yourself. You won't do anything you know, for the house or anything like that. But if someone asks you to do something, whether it's at church, at the business, you'll be up at 1 a.m. doing it for them. Hmm. And so it's just like, I don't know what it is about my, like how I was conditioned or raised or kind of how my brain works, but if someone else is depending on me, oh, that's going to get done. Like I'm not going to give in. I won't. I'll be
1: there. But if but it's if me, someone else that like, you know, if someone else is like, uh, let's say a doctor or whatever, like, hey, Luke, you need to lose weight. Like, would you do it for the doctor? Well, that the emotional
0: connection has to be there. Mm. So, so I think one of the key things is going like, hey, Luke, my life depends on it. For you need to lose weight. Like, I'm having a daughter, right? Oh, my cholesterol's high. Well, I got to get that cholesterol down deep, right now. I never that get does that cholesterol <laughs> Yeah, I would never get the cholesterol down for myself, but for my daughter, I'm definitely going to get that cholesterol down. So I think it goes into it's not necessary. It's what motivates you and what drives you. And if you're not succeeding in your goals, you haven't found the emotional drive yet. Like what you really want out of life. Yeah, no, and totally. you got to keep diving deeper and deeper. And Grant Cardone would talk about setting even bigger goals. Ed Milet, same way.
1: Is your goals not big enough? Uh, because well, Grant Cardone does the daily goal of like, one thing that you can accomplish today, one thing that you want to accomplish this year, and then one thing that you'll never be able to accomplish. Yeah. And he says to write those three things down every single day.
0: And imagine who's going to win, the person who writes it down 365 days a year or the person that does it one time January 1st? Right. right. You know, what I mean, who's more likely to hit their goals, the person who focuses on their target or the one who barely focuses on it? Tom Ferry, who we had on the episode and Ariel can find the episode number. But I love what he does. He constantly with him and his wife, they do this. They focus on their 20 year vision also for the So his goals play into his 20 year vision. And he has this whole stuff you can look into it of like he'll write a letter to himself and to his kids and and he'll he'll do things like, what do I want my life to look like? And he'll then, that inspires him all the way to the yearly goal that he's setting for himself. Yeah. And so much is the motivation of what why are you doing what you're doing? What is this about? And for me, my motivator is that like, I'm building a real estate business on the side, an investing business, right? And one of the massive motivators is my dad is a pastor, doesn't have anything for retirement, and the goal would be to get him to be able to have retirement through this real estate investing. That motivates me mm-hmm. in the painfulness of the real estate inve- investing that we've gone through, whether it's the flips or the you know rentals and dealing with the tenants and stuff. And that's a motivator for me. The money, yeah, it's great to have the money and the real estate, but I've tied it to something personal for me which keeps me going and in investing and in building
1: this real estate portfolio. Right, right. So
0: I think you really got to find that emotional connection in your goals.
1: And if well, you're the setting your vision, the idea like I've heard other people say it like write your own obituary. Yeah, that's like a write great your idea. obituary of your life, basically your legacy, what you want people to say about you or what you want your obituary to say. And then from that from that perspective if you do that and that sets sort of your vision um, then from a daily perspective, yeah. you can look at that and say is what I'm doing right now today getting me closer? to that vision of what I want to see at the end of my life. So
0: it's almost like don't set a weight loss goal. Set it, but first find out why the weight loss. Like, you know, don't set a 100K salary goal. First find out why the 100K salary. Like, what's the, and what is this thinking grow rich? It's like the vision board. It's like, what's the vision board? What, what? Because that's what's going to keep you going. It's not knowing that you have to make your 50 calls today in order to get the two appointments, in order to close one of those appointments a week, which will get you the 100K, right? Whatever you reverse engineer. That's not going to wake you up to do the calls. But the why, the the passion is what's going to wake you up. And it's got to be emotional. It's got to be like a life or death, at least in my opinion. Real quick. Yeah.
1: Tom Ferry's episode was 117.
0: 117. So go watch that episode with Tom Ferry because it's a great episode and we'll introduce you to him if you've never heard about him and he has so
1: much good stuff. Absolutely. We well, can get that episode and this one and all of the show notes <laughs> at staypaidpodcast.com. Happy New Year. Happy New Year everybody. We really look 2020 was what a good a crazy year. year. We did it. We did it. We made it. Forget about it. It's it's gone. Yep. It's in the past. It's 2020 vision unless It turns 13-1, 2020. (laughs) No, I'm serious. So I've seen so many people like, and we get into like the memes and the jokes and everything about this year and how crazy it was. Look, man, we're here. It's over. It's over. The next year is going to be, I don't care what happens in the world. It's going to have as many challenges. It's going to be just as hard. You're still going to have to wake up. You're still going to have to do the daily habits that get you to where you want to be in your life, to get you where you want to be at the end of that life, maybe even. So if there's anything that we can do to encourage you there, it's just stay focused on the vision. Keep going. Make sure you're subscribed to Stay Paid on Apple Podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) For that daily motivation. No, we really appreciate it. We do want to say Happy New Years to everybody. Thank you for following us on this journey this past year. We are now coming up on our fourth year of Stay Paid. So we just celebrated January. I don't think it was January 1st. Do you know the exact date? Was it January 8th, 2017, I think, was our first podcast in a closet. We're actually gonna be moving into a new studio this year. Unbelievable. So keep an eye out for that. You can go uh, over to statepaidpodcast.com, check out the videos. We don't know which episode exactly will be. That's how we're gonna get you to keep coming back to the website each episode. And we
0: have a stellar lineup of guests.
1: Like, we, no joke. Yeah, like This is gonna be our lineup.
0: best year. I, no offense to all the other guests we've had. We're going to have some of you back. No,
1: This is going to be a stellar Best year. year. But just a little bit. No, we want to hear who you guys want us to have on the show. Yeah, yeah that I would had, be awesome, um, too. Yeah. I had someone email the other day. Uh, they said, oh, you, sh- you guys should have Seth Godin on the show. So I emailed him uh, yesterday. No, yeah, yesterday morning. Emailed him at like 6.30 in the morning. He responded at like 6.50. Uh, Thanks, but no thank you. It won't work out. And I said, Seth, that really kind of hurt. <laughs> It was so. It's almost like I, I was telling Dan. I hey, think it's we, a New Year goal. Stay on him. I was telling Dan. I, was, I almost kind of wish he wouldn't have answered. <laughs> That's awesome. So Seth, if you're listening, we would still love to have you on. I, I actually, I've been following Seth Gooden forever. He actually has a new book out called The Practice. Nice. So I wanted to check out, see if we could interview him about that. But to support the show, we would love it if you'd subscribe to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Comment, let us know how we're doing. The best way to help out the show in 2021 is to tell a friend and share it on your social media. Make sure you're tagging at Stay Paid Podcast. That's where we are on Instagram. You can also reach us at podcast at remindermedia.com And for the dad joke of the episode, it's a little bit themed. This one I chose because it took me this one took me at least 40 seconds to get. 2020 went by like a blur. My New year's resolution must have been too low. Because resolution, like screen resolution, is blurry 2021. Bl- like Man, That <laughs> deep. Right, glad it wasn't just <laughs> That is a that deep I didn't get it. dad joke. <laughs> yep, that took didn't get it took me a while to get it. Uh, for this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike And I'm Luke Acree. Guys, your action
0: item from this is obviously you need to plan out your goals, and I would really challenge you to tie them to something that's you're passionate about, that you're emotional about, that will get you out of bed in the morning, every single morning. And I'm going to close out with some motivation that we got from Jocko from Extreme Ownership, which is he he said to us and he said to our whole company, look, some days you're going to show up, and you're going to be motivated, motivated to do your work, motivated to make your sales calls if you're in sales. He said, good, do it. He said, other days you're going to show up and you're not going to be motivated. And he said, good, do it anyways. That's the key to success. As you enter into 2021, do it anyways. Appreciate you guys. Remember this, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every single business is top producers take action. Take action in 2021.